Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up about that podcast, Len? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> this yeah, crazy up in there. Hey, we're back. We're and back. Better than ever. Yeah. 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 We got a silent partner over Me there. Me too. And it's not Jelly Bean. <laughs> no, but it, she's laughing. Jelly Bean's in the room. He's the IT mule. <laughs> <laughs> so, here today we have a, a special guest. She and my Fachia de Casa. <laughs> My Fachia de Casa over there. The home slices in the house Ooh. for my Brazilian peeps. <laughs> and I stress Fachia yes, thank you. de Casa. <laughs> All right. I'm make sure we say it right. So, Miss Mona, what's happening? Hey, home slice. Hey. What's good over there, girl? Yeah, it's good. She came I'm back to the States, got a little haircut. I did. Yeah. Got a little curly cue. That look, you look like Curly Sue. <laughs> Remember that movie, Curly Sue? From back in the day. I See? Did. Great. Did you ever watch that? But movie? I don't think she looks like Curly Sue. Just Thank the hair, you. girl. Just the hair. Curly Sue had a lot of curl. I mean, like a lot of ringlets. What What does she got going on there? <laughs> oh my lanta! The people on the podcast can't see it, so it doesn't. Oh, I keep forgetting that. <laughs> anyway, so over there we have another home slice, Miss Amy. Woo, Amy, I'm here. <laughs> I'm thrilled. <laughs> she, she's been in the mood since she walked in the door. No, I have not. <laughs> I wasn't the one that was late, just saying. Hey, yeah, hey, there you hey, go. We, we shouldn't discuss go. such things. <laughs> All right. So, hey, so we are sort of doing something. Uh, is this episode 100? No, not yet. Well, I don't trust your counting. <laughs> Mona said we were going to be at episode 100, and Dan like said, excuse me, we're at episode 72. <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> it wasn't quite that bad, but it was close it to was that. It was close to that bad. It was maybe 76. No. Okay. No, seriously. <laughs> I'm right on this. It was not off of, far off of that. So, what do we know what episode we're at? 94. It took us 94 episodes to go away from total just exegesis and expository podcast. So I got Amy here today to join with me and Mona. And Jelly Bean is sort of taking the day off. He's getting ready to tape the Goose of Grace here in <laughs> about 30 minutes. Um, We literally just got back from Curitiba, Brazil. Yep. Uh, we were there from, I think, the 2nd through the 9th. Or we left the 2nd, got back the 9th. Technically, we left, we the, left first. the first. Oh, we left the first? Was yeah, it the first? Back on it was the, the first. It's very confusing. Wow. That's we crazy. arrived there. We on got the there. On, yep. But we left on the first. Yep. Okay. And we left there on the 8th, but got here on the 9th. Yep. yep. Surely goodness and mercy. I'll follow you all <laughs> the days of your life. Anyway, so we left either the first or the second and got back on the 9th. We do know that for a fact. We arrived back here on the 9th. And short-term mission, which was fantabulous, mm. um, worked with a group called Projecta Vida. Yes. And just an amazement. So... Here's how we roll here, Miss Amy. Do you listen to the podcast, by the way? Why, yes, I do listen well, to the okay. podcast. <laughs> so most of the time, we do the big idea at the end. We're going to do it at the beginning. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just want you guys, and I have some, we are going to go to some Bible today. We're never going to have a podcast that we don't deal with Scripture. And all this is based around Scripture. Hey, short-term missions is based around Scripture, by the way, just so you know. Yep. Um, 
big thought of the week. Mm-hmm. Big thought of it's been since 1996 since you've been 95, 95 whatever. And I know you've done several, Amy, but yours have been mostly medical missions with Friends of Barnabas. That is correct. And so this is the first time doing strictly an evangelistic mission. That is now, correct, yes. I should clarify. I've been on mission trips since 1995, but this is the first time out of the country. Out of the country. Okay. Okay. That's cool. So, <laughs> big thought. You go okay. first, Miss Mona. I don't want to put Amy I, on the spot. I mean, <laughs> so appreciate that. Mm-hmm. We'll just let you. Um, my, I guess when I th- I'll think about what I've been thinking about for two days, and that is the people that we worked with who um, are just sold out for serving Jesus, mm-hmm. and um, and that's they have given up everything and giving up their lives literally literally um to be a part of this progetto vita and they why do they do it um to be missionaries to be somebody who um is living and breathing the um the sent spreading forth of the gospel and it's not just a preaching the gospel it's not just a sharing the gospel it's a um acts of service and and so I think what I keep thinking about over these last two days is just the how much they just gave their all for everything at any time. They never, there was never once um, a moment where they said, oh, you know, here we go again, because their ministry is very repetitive. They do the same things in different places. Yeah, they're they're literally gone off to Castro, wherever. right. right. (laughs) In, in 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 Parana, right. which is their district, that old country or state, state, right. excuse me, not right. their country, their country is Brazil, their state of, of Parana. They're going to right. Castro. Yeah. Yes. You know what it was called? I think. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway. And so just, I mean, I just keep thinking about them and, and how much they taught us by um, with their heart for God and their heart for the people that they were serving and ministering to. Wasn't it you that made the statement when we were having a team debriefing that said, that, because, you know, I can't stand this statement because people use it to not <laughs> share the gospel. But wasn't uh-huh. it you that said they sort of live out, um, share the gospel always and sometimes use words? Right. Was that you? And they, right. Was that well, you that what, said that? Yes. Oh, what we right. saw was that, Sometimes you don't have to use words because, and and you're right, people use that as an excuse that, you know, well, I can share the gospel without using words. But they, what they do is they share the gospel without words by being literally the hands and feet of Jesus. Like as I watched them minister to the ladies that were there, um, it was just they did it with such compassion and s- treated them with such grace and such honor and such respect that it, that could only have come from Jesus. Yes, homeless women. Yeah. By the way, these two women made the government website yes. of Brazil. <laughs> we did. Or I, I mean, guess, uh, I the, guess whole Brazil, group, the whole group. Yeah, it was yeah, the whole group government. of how they treated the women and dealing with this. This. Right. Um, it's an old hotel that the homeless people can come to and spend the night if they prove the next day they go out trying to find work. Is that, right. That's correct. That's, that's correct. how it works, right? Yes. They cannot have drugs in their system. Can they? I, don't I, th- I think they told us that in November, yeah. that they really cannot have drugs in their system. But they can stay the night, take a shower, get fed, 
And then the next day, they have to go out and look actively look for jobs. That's right. And so these two, with other women from Projecta Vida, and I think one or two of the ladies y'all helped, there was a picture. Was, yeah. was any of the ladies y'all helped on there, or just y'all's picture? Because y'all saw the same thing. I, I saw. saw, I don't remember. I saw a picture of the whole group. Yeah. And yeah. I think there were pictures of there us. Were. Of them helping, Thanks. being yeah. hands and feet. Right. So, yeah. Okay, right. Amy. Um. So, big idea. Big thing, whatever. Um. The Bible tells us that Jesus's mission was to save the lost. And so so are we. I mean, that's what we're called to do. We're called to, um, like Mona said, be the hands and feet, but also to to seek the lost, to mm. share the gospel with them so that they, they can be saved. And like Mona said, a lot of times people will just make an excuse. Um, but the, by the end of it all, some of us are not who is called. All of us mm-hmm. are who are called to go and serve. In some way, form, shape, or right. whatever. Yes. It, not everybody's going to go overseas. Well, but, right. I don't want to go. but everybody's but we're all called. called. We're all called yes. to save the lost. Yes. Right. Yes, yes, yes. May not be overseas, but it no. may be next door. Right. And yes. a lot of times, so many people, in, including myself, um, fall short at, at doing such. I, everybody does. Right. But when you go... Like if we were inundated with the uh, the team, the Projective Vita team that were just so sold out, like Mona said, just to serve and save the lost. Mm-hmm. I mean, to just to be around that, be around that, it's contagious mm-hmm. to you know see them in action. And these were people who are young adults. Most were 20, 20 to 29. Right. And, and they gave up their life. They right. gave up their normal everyday right. life just to do this. Yes. Right. I mean, the leadership is older. Yes. Um, Rodrigo and, and Pastor Paul. But the guy, the, the guys that go and do. Mm-hmm. I right. think Adriel was the oldest one, maybe mm-hmm. 35, I think, was mm-hmm. what his age was. Here's my big picture. And, and I just love the truth. It's the same Jesus here and there. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, yes. So you don't have to... Now, it's it would be good to know Portuguese, <laughs> which they're all trying to learn. Um, the only one bilingual was Amy. Yeah. She was she speaking Portuguese. She, By she the got, way, I told somebody thank you yesterday, but I said, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Back in America. <laughs> trying to figure out if she was... Speaking in tongues there because at one point we're tooling around and she's on the mic, man, in a loudspeaker in yes. the city. I had it voce, on. Voce, especial. Yeah. I, I mean, she, and it was a lot longer than that. I just made sure I said three Portuguese words. <laughs> um, but it is, it's, that's the thing, because here's the truth. And I, I want to make a statement and I want you guys to tell me, agree or disagree. And if you disagree, uh, I'm thinking about voting out of the church. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, here it is. We say a lot of times that we have all these missions in the church. And that's absolutely bad theology. Hmm. The church has one mission. Yeah, that's right. To win the lost. Yes. Period. Right. And that's what this is about. You do all, but every, so everything that a church does has to be centered around, and I'm real, I really strive to make sure this is true about, about Marion and my life is that 
everything is centered around winning someone to Jesus. Mm. And so I think where churches at times can get off kilter is we begin to think it's more about the programs and more about the 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 different plays or the, no just let the main thing be the main thing mm-hmm. let the gospel be the main thing let the church have everything you do be based around the mission right and that mission is to win folk to Jesus um whether they're here or anywhere we need Jesus just as bad in the United States as they do in Brazil. That's right. Yep. Some might say more. Right. <laughs> at times. <laughs> um, you guys, so you both agree with that statement that we have one mission? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Good. So here it is. In several times in Scripture, Jesus tells us that. Amy, you hit it on the head. What did Jesus say when he was dealing with Zacchaeus? Son of man came to seek and to save the lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's, right. that, that's the gospel in, in a nutshell right, right there. Yep. He came to seek and to save the lost. We know the Great Commission, go. And the word go there doesn't mean go from A to B, but it means as you're going from A to B, you are doing all you can. Hence the reason we were passing out tracks in the mm-hmm. airport, mm-hmm. in English, in Portuguese. Um, as you go in your daily, um, and it's an encouragement, it's so easy to do. Um, I, I went by the grocery store to, today to buy me some Arnold Palmers. Guess what I gave out? The gospel. The gospel of John. Yep. Now, and then some simple ways to do it is, for example, what we've done, um, the Crowder Fields have made up some little business cards that have all our church information. They've got a verse of scripture. And I know a couple of times when I've gone through um, fast food, I will pay for mine. I will then say, hey, I want to pay also for the card behind me. And all I ask you to do is give this card to them when Mm -hmm. you tell them that their order is paid for. What an easy way. That's sharing the gospel. Right. And that is those times without words. Right. Something but there also is times when you, you got to share your God, share, share your faith. Yep. We get so caught up, and then because then people say like, "Well, I'm doing this for the gospel," but at what point do you share your faith? Right. Well, everybody has a story to tell. Yeah. Yep. And everybody has all of saved individuals that is have their own testimony, mm-hmm. and by by sharing your story, by sharing your testimony. You know, you might find somebody that relates to you. I had that happen to me yes. in Brazil. I mean, yes. right off the jump. <laughs> I mean, Dan, Jelly Bean. I want to make sure our listeners know who I'm talking to. Jelly Bean. They don't know you as Dan. <laughs> I'm talking about first morning, first place, first thing we did. I was jumping up. God didn't hit her with a two by four, man. I'm like, what's she doing? What's she doing? She's doing, doing over there talking to Bobby. Yeah, right. What's and then the next doing? thing I know, she's up giving testimony. I'm thinking, mm. just the same woman that told me just <laughs> yesterday, I really don't know why I'm here. God showed me why I was there. <laughs> I mean, hit her, he hit me. Buddy, with a two by four. In her forehead and the back of her head, man. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So, and here's what I would say. Sometimes people that grew up in church and, and never did drugs or never drank, and we know, we know they're they like, think well, they don't have a testimony. Yeah, I really don't have a testimony. Oh, excuse me. 
were you going to hell? Right. Yeah. Then you have a testimony mm-hmm. that can affect somebody. See, there, th- and there, like you said, a lot of people don't don't feel that way. They don't think that way, which is so wrong. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Revelation twenty at the Great White Throne, he says both great and small. Yes. So great would be people we just obviously know Hitler, Lenin, Stalin, th- those dudes that that have just committed atrocious crimes and done that. Small is grandma, grandpa, who never hurt a soul, who never did anything other than chewing, chewing tobacco or <laughs> snuff. I didn't say y'all were going to hell with chewing, chewing tobacco <laughs> and snuff. Don't even go there. But you get what I'm saying? They just never thought they needed Jesus because they were good. That's not true. Right. Come on with something. Well, but you're right. I mean, I, I probably fall in that camp of the, I grew up in church, I didn't you know I wasn't rest saved from those horrific things that other people are saved from but I was saved from um uh, from going to hell I was saved yeah. from um from my sins and so right but you're right that so that's what people until you realize that you have that no matter what your story is you have a story um once you realize that, I'll say that. Once you realize that, that does definitely free. What age were you saved? Seven. I was saved at six. So right. I'll beat you by you. Yeah. So at both those ages, I mean, what? What have we done? What, what are you really going to give up as sin other than right. comic books and bubblegum? <laughs> That's right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, you're not going to be. <laughs> I'm. I'm sorry. Right. When I got saved, I, I thought I was the worst hellion to ever live. Seriously, I can remember the day so clearly. But really, I look back now, I'm like, I was six years old. <laughs> Some people say, well, do you really think you were saved back then? Yes, <laughs> I do. I almost said something very inappropriate on air. <laughs> That's why I interrupted. <laughs> Moron, yes, I think I was saved. Did, did I go to the far country for a while? Yeah, I did. But I didn't lose my salvation either. Right. And and I, it's not that it wasn't real until I came back. No, I was saved. I just went to the far country. And then I was received back to my father when I came back home. But I mean, really, you get that age, you're going, what, what, what was my, te- what's my testimony? Well, my testimony really is more about that far country after my salvation that he see, we think of God as this God who saves us for eternity, but he doesn't save us on the daily a lot of times. Mm-hmm. We have yeah. choice. We have free will to make a yeah. choice. So on the daily, I walked away at one point, but I didn't lose what I had. Right. Because I got it back then, even though probably the wor- literally the worst thing I did was probably read a comic book. I don't know. What do you do really bad at the age of six? <laughs> D- lie. Sure. Yep. You know, go do something behind your mom's back. Sure. Or dad's. Sure. But, I mean, it's not like I'm lying about where I've been. I'm lying about whether I ate the chocolate cookie or not. <laughs> but it's a lie. Nonetheless, it's a lie. So, listen to this. But you shall receive power. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you'll be my witness in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. But here's what you don't want either in this short-term missions, which I think is the hypocrisy of a lot of people. You cannot be one who says, I'll willingly go to Brazil, but you won't go across the street. Mm-hmm. That's hypocrisy. Like, it doesn't work like that. Matter of fact, it, well, it's not the plan of the Bible. Right. He clearly says, you start where, where you're at. You're at. Yep. Yep. 
And then you, you you begin to filter out and then, yeah, go in the midst of it. But if you're not going here, why do you want to go there? So you're telling me you'd rather go witness to some complete stranger that's a different nationality than you than you would somebody in your own house that's not saved? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Who do you love the most? I mean, I'm here to tell you, I'm sorry. I'd love to witness y'all, but before I witness y'all, I want to make sure my family's saved. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. Makes no sense. So <clears throat> what What do you guys see? That, here's the, How much time we got left, Dan? Two minutes? Yeah, we're at 20. Okay, we're 20. Yeah, 10. What's the, what's, so I got you, give me the big idea. What's the big purpose of these short-term missions? I'm setting you guys up so big. <laughs> so, because you both That's have sure. answered it to me mm-hmm. on the way home and in, in our conversation there. You both have answered it to me. Let's see if you give the right answer now. He always does this to find the answer. I'm so. going to let you give the no. answer, so I'm not wrong. Yeah, Je- that's a good seat for you, then. Jelly because, Bean does it all the time. Because this is my first time, so I'm just, I'm just going <laughs> to let you do it. <laughs> I mean, we always go thinking that we're going to be giving so much to them. And we always go thinking that, oh, here I come to bless you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, here we come from America. We're going to bless you. And... I have yet to be at any mission trip, whether it's overseas or not, where I didn't walk away as blessed. And so so what is the purpose of that? The purpose is to spread God's word, to spread the gospel, to pre- to but also to um grow in your faith, grow in um in your walk with the Lord, um and that the things that you experience on those trips, if you don't come back and you're changed, not changed, then there was really no purpose of you going. That's right. Well, and the blessing that you receive by going is like to me, it's God's blessing me so that I will want to draw closer. I will want to do more, but I will want to be, go into a to the next person yeah. be a blessing to somebody else not so that i can get a blessing but it's it's more it encourage you to want to do more yep. right to yep. want to be more for the kingdom yeah and yeah i mean i agree with all of that it, it's us and and you you see a couple of things you see how good we do have it yeah. in the u.s yeah. but it also i believe it, it lights that fire that if they can have it there we can do it here because mm-hmm. our people need it here and so it's just a reminder of the gospel being for everybody. Yes, right. I think we, we, and I believe a lot of times it's seen that, that Christianity is an American thing. Mm-hmm. No, Christianity is a worldwide thing. Right. And it's needed worldwide. And, and so my prayer as you guys went was, yeah, to have a heart for the nations, absolutely. But to have a heart for the people here. Yeah. To, to get on fire to... Just to have a heart for the lost, period. Yeah, period. Yeah. Whether here, there, anywhere, a- as you go in your house, across the street, overseas. I mean, our our mission, I want to circle back to this. The mission of the church, which means it's the mission of every believer, is to win the lost. Yep. Period. That's right. The, don't get caught up in the, the secondary issues. To me, there's one major primary 
thing or mission for all the church and every believer, and that's to go win the lost, period. We were created to to be like Christ, to to live like Christ. Yep. However, we fall short in that. But as as us being created to be that, that like I said before, that's his mission. Yeah. His mission was to save the lost. Yep. So in us being created like him, that should be our mission what as well. What does the word Christian mean? Little Christ. Little Christ, right. So um, I just, man, I got so excited as as pastor of you guys and and. I, Jelly Bean, I know you could see this. I threw them in the line then several times. I mean, I several times. I threw myself times. in the line one time. Yeah, so. well, that first day you did. You, but there were several times I'm like, go talk to that person. Mm-hmm. Poor Mona, she went, what? <laughs> I said, I didn't stutter. Go talk to that person. <laughs> okay. Amy, you know, just to see you guys in action blessed my heart. And now. Then we watched you. Totally being your element and totally um, being doing what you were created to do. I love to share the gospel. Mm. I love to. Um, but what I was saying was, <laughs> as a pastor, see your people, man, that 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 are, you both are kind of shy. But to see you guys reach out and touch. I mean, we dealt with some people that were homeless mm-hmm. to touch them, to hug them. To, to meet them where they are. And that's what Jesus did. Right. How do you think it made... You told that woman she was beautiful. Mm. And and I haven't told you this, but every time you've told that, and I've heard you, my mind went to Jesus when he hugged, the, when he touched the lepers. Yeah. Lepers were not allowed to be touched. Right. I mean, they had to walk around going unclean, unclean if they came into the city. But Jesus, the Bible says he touched, probably the first touch that God had in years yep, upon right. years. Yep. And so you call this woman beautiful. Mm. And and she, you know, tells the story of of how for years she couldn't even look at herself in the mirror. But yet this ministry was helping her actually do that. And then Mona just backs that Came up. Came along and didn't know that I didn't know that story. I didn't I didn't know the backstory. I didn't know that she had not been able to look at herself in the mirror. I just saw a beautiful woman come in the room. And so as I um, curled her hair and and then looked at her and talked to her and told her she was beautiful and told her she was precious to Jesus and then later, and I mean her smile was, her, she just lit up the room when she yeah. smiled and then later found out that how she had not been able to look. And so I didn't really, I was coming in on the back end, but it just affirmed to me that I was listening to the Holy Spirit yeah. to say something to her what I what the Holy Spirit was telling me to say to her. And then let me give you Amy and then Amy, so Amy worked at a station on Saturday where she did fingernails and toenails. Mm-hmm. You, I'm telling you, to see the women smile when you're doing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you ever looked up. I know you're like focused. <laughs> I, I, was working, I was working. I was working hard. I mean, I can't see good, and I'm trying to paint these little. But nails, I was so. walking around, and these women had these smiles like yeah. they are getting what the elite would get. Yep. Pampered treatment. Yep. I mean, you have to wonder what touch they've had lately that was anything other than, you know, in, not in a good way. Right. And so you have this mm-hmm. love and this tender touch where you were painting their nails and, and pampering them and, and doing all that. And and then to see the kids, just a small thing of cotton candy. Them dudes, I bet they, they were so cotton candy. stinking <laughs> wired when they went home that night, man. Um, 
<laughs> How much time we got? Uh, three minutes. Here's a quick here. Here's a summary of what can happen, guys, when you do this. Same Saturday, I, I'm sharing the gospel with this kid. Mm. Well, well, I'm sharing the gospel with three people, and I'll, and about right as I began to share, this kid comes up. Punk kid, looked like it to me, and I really thought he was going to be nothing but a detractor. So I share the gospel and. They luckily, praise Jesus, they all prayed to receive. But in my flesh, I'm going, that, that dude's not real. That's not mm. real. So I'm like, whatever. You know, yeah, four. I'm thinking three, possibly two. <laughs> but I'm like, whatever, man. So I finish that up. You know, I go uh, check in on, on peeps, man, make sure where everybody's at doing. I, I went across the street to the church where we were working out of, sort of, kind of, and, and got me a drink of water. And so I'm coming back. And this, I'm, this is 30, 45 minutes have passed. Here's this kid that I thought was a punk kid. He's looking for me, and he's, he's standing there talking to Lucas, and because he's, he's asking Lucas where I'm at. He brought two of his buddies to hear the mm. same message that I just told him. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I was in the process of, of going to do something else, and so I passed him off to Rick, those two guys. And so then, like, 15 minutes later, as Rick's been talking, he, he comes over to me and he grabs Rodrigo and he says, I know all those guys playing soccer. If I get them to listen, would you share with them what you shared with me? Mm. Are you kidding me? No. <clears throat> so, I mean, there for a while, y'all, I felt about that. Talk. <laughs> my hands, are, my fingers are not very far apart. <laughs> So here's a kid, listen to this, don't miss this, y'all, yep. who I would not have given a plug nickel for just an hour and a half earlier. He has brought 13 of his buddies yes. to get hear the word of Jesus. He brought 13 <laughs> dudes within two hours to hear the gospel. Yes. Yeah. He got it. I mean, How he, many he, of he, us will never bring anybody to church? Right. Yet we think we're God's chosen people. <laughs> And and sorry, Dan, I hit the table. <laughs> very loudly. <laughs> but this guy, and we're going to end. Not only did he bring guys, and it just broke my heart because I was so unfaithful to God and not thinking God could do something with that kid. But his whole demeanor. I was going to say you saw a change mm -hmm. in him. You know the look of a dude just trying to be tough. Yeah. You know the look of that guy. Hats cool. turned backwards. Yep. He's yep. got this. He, that was him walking up. Bro, just a little bit later, we're riding through the streets, inviting people to come. My man is chasing us down, mm -hmm. smiling. Waving. Mm -hmm. And then he rolls up that night at the performance, and he is comes right to me, hugs me, yep. and waves, and says, thank you. Mm -hmm. Obrigado. <laughs> Obrigado, because I'm a dude. <laughs> Here, here's what today's about, y'all. I would encourage everybody, if you have a chance to go overseas, yes, go. It, it's, I told you guys before we left, it's life-changing. Yep. You learn about yourself, and you learn so much more about the power of God working through you. But don't just go there. Go. Yep. Just be who God made you to be, mm -hmm. right where you're planted. Yep. So I'm planted here in Chatham. I'm going to do all I can. Yep. Matter of fact, 
you know, just this is, I'd say this for encouragement. I've made two phone calls trying to share the gospel. I got one that's coming up, I think, Monday or Tuesday where I get to talk to um, someone. And then maybe both people on Tuesday. I don't know. Make plant, make it a priority mm. to put, make Jesus preeminent and flow through you. Nope. Anything else before we go? Mm, nope. <laughs> nope. All right. Well, Mona, pray us out. All right. I thank you, God, that you are the Lord of the universe, and yet you are with each one of us individually. And I thank you that you um, are not limited by geographical boundaries, and you are not limited by um, even the limits that we put on ourselves. And so I pray for those who are listening that they would hear the um, passion that we have for you and for um, those who don't know you yet. And I pray that they would hear the passion that you have to um, reach those who haven't heard of you yet. And so I pray that you would ignite a fire within each of us and with each person who is listening. And I pray that um, this would just be the beginning of um, a great work on your behalf. And so we thank you for those in Brazil who minister day after day and minister to us while we were there. And we thank you for the ones that we were able to talk to. And we thank you that now we are entrusted with people here where we live. And so bless us, I pray, not because we desire blessings for ourselves, but because we desire to be able to take it to others. And so thank you for loving us and thank you for choosing us. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, just one more time. I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. I got with me my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. And my other home slice, Miss Amy. You're supposed to say hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so glad you guys are with us. See you next week. Bye, y'all. <laughs>